The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 1. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And the people from whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt about his waist, and he ate locust and wild honey. And he proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me, and I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandal. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. Almighty God, during this season of Advent, the season of blue, we pray that we may wait for you with all of your glory, with all of the gift that you are to us. In Jesus' name, amen. A couple of weeks ago, we were out shopping, and the girl at the checkout counter had blue hair. And I looked at her and I said, nice hair. And she got this nice smile on her face and she said, thank you. And as John and I turned around and we were walking out the door, I said to John, she doesn't know she's preparing for Advent. So we start Mark today. And we start with the story of John the baptizer. And in Mark, the story is different than in Matthew and in Luke. And John's different, because how does John start? In the beginning was the word, and excellent. He goes on from there. But Mark starts out with the call of someone in the wilderness, preparing the way. And then we start with John. Matthew starts with the genealogy And Luke starts with the Christmas story as we know it in Luke 2. But Mark jumps right in. Waiting, preparing, hearing the promises of Advent. Mark fits well. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. And then John appears, proclaiming, repent, and be baptized for your sin. 
all of the people of the countryside and all of Jerusalem were coming out to see John. And you know why. It's because he was wearing the finest robes and he had this very gentle message for people to hear. Oh wait, that's the wrong mark, isn't it? No, he's not meek. He's not very nice. He rants and he raves. He's uncombed, unkept, eats bugs and wild honey with more bugs. And he calls people sinners. He's a messenger. And messengers from God we normally call angels, right? Angels always bring the message of God. And we know what angels look like. No, we don't. We don't know what angels look like. We hear they have wings. We hear that they're scary because oftentimes the words are, be not afraid. In some of the stories of angels, they're carrying big flaming swords. So we have an angel. John the Baptist, right? He's proclaiming the word of God to the people, like angels. And the people are responding. They're coming out to hear the message of this wild guy proclaiming God's word. Demand be repentance of sin. So as we get ready for Christmas, we have a message. And the message is that we can't get to Christmas without hearing the message of the angel, John. We have sinned. We have sinned. We have sinned, and there's no health within us. So, in order to get to Christmas and the message of the gospel, of the good news, of grace, we have to hear and go through an angel. Mary had an angel. You have been chosen. You're going to have a child. Just what every 12, 13-year-old girl wants to hear. Joseph had an angel. And he says, don't be afraid of the child that Mary's going to have. Just what he wanted to hear that his wife-to-be was pregnant. The shepherds heard an angel. They got a whole choir to hear and to hear the singing. Those shepherds who are cast out and on the margin of society. 
and the wise men from the east who were following a star who got lost and went to King Herod. And then the angel set them straight to Bethlehem. Angels bring the message of God. And Mark is an angel. He knows what's going to happen. He knows what happens at Bethlehem. The start of tears. And what was brought up in adult class is what happens to John when he proclaims the message. He loses his head. What happens to Jesus? He is nailed on a cross. So we hear the message of angels. And we like to hear the part where they comfort us. But biblically speaking, that isn't always what angels bring. Gideon heard the angel and he went to war. Jonah heard the angel and he went to hide in the belly of a whale. Mary and Joseph Jesus, John. They heard the message and they proclaimed it. It wasn't something that they wanted. It wasn't something that was easy. The risk was great. The challenge was there. It made them feel like they were alone. But they were not alone. The angel was there. Not in comfort, but in power. So that the message could be proclaimed. The people were coming out to John and confessing their sins. John made a confession too. John says, I'm not worthy to untie his sandal. I baptize with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The angel supported the angel, John. We often think of sin as being something that I do. Our own personal depravity or unworthiness or questionable morality. We've had enough of that in the news to know what that kind of sin is. But Jesus is baptized and Jesus starts another definition of sin. The sin of a nation against its people. The sin that justifies the hurting of the poor. 
the sin of not supporting the truth and being the truth and only supporting what is good for our own and forgetting others. So the message for us in Advent this season is to remind ourselves that sin is beyond our own personal life. That sin also involves principalities and powers, governments and people who support ways that hurt other people. But Advent is also a time of waiting, that theme of waiting, like the choir number. We do all the things of waiting for Christmas. We wait to sing the Christmas carols at the right time. We wait to decorate the church at the right time. We wait for Christmas generally so that we don't spoil it. We don't want to spoil Christmas. Because Christmas and Advent, Advent holds the promise. And Christmas is the gift that we receive. The promise is of a Savior that will change the world. And we all know about promises. Have you ever promised kids that right after the meal we will play a game? And before you have the table cleared off, the kids have the game out, the pieces on the board, and ready to play. That's a promise. And Advent is that promise. God has made a promise to us to give us a gift that will change our world. A promise that will answer our fears and our concerns and our doubts. A Savior is coming. Amen.